0: The, uh, the discussion, uh, apparently, what we've been talking about, when, it, when somebody national says it, and everybody goes, oh, okay, here you go. We've been talking about this for a while. We knew Aaron Rodgers was going to make a decision in the next 12 days. We've talked about that, right? Sure we have. Next 12 days. We know this is coming, because Aaron Rodgers, and I believe this, uh, is going to keep his word in that area. Never, never wavered from that, uh, and I guess uh, it was stated today on the uh, the uh, uh, ESPN that Diana Rossini said Aaron Rodgers is going to make his decision soon. Yeah, we we've all known that. My assumption is that uh, the decision will be made in the next three to. 10 days, somewhere in there. And that'll make it easy for the Packers to figure out right away what they want to do with Devontae Adams and then kind of go from there. Because I don't think anything's coming this weekend. So that would be Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So which means it's Monday, which is your fourth day. Uh, That's the 28th, last day of the month. And then the 8th is the last day you have to put a franchise tag on somebody. So that's what eight days. So yeah, you, you go twelve days. In the next twelve days, I think it's going to come sooner than that. My assumption is maybe by next Tuesday for the Pat McAfee show, there's an announcement to be made. I, if if the report and and, and what I've heard is true that there's fifty million dollars a year, which is what Rogers people are wanting, which is what David Dunn, his agent, is calling for. If that's true, I. Uh, I, I, I'm, boy, it's, I don't know how they do it. John says, who reported that Rodgers wants top dollar? Uh, I got a call last night. I did. And then it was confirmed today on ESPN. Uh, they were talking about it on Get Up this morning, John. That he wants more, he wants to be the highest paid player in the National Football League. So... Um, uh, Alberta says, uh, no way I'm paying Rogers $50 million a year. Time to go. Uh, boy dart says, go ahead and pay the man for the next three years. And if they don't win it in three years, then it's time to move on. It, this could be, this could be the reason. If the Packers have known this, think about this for a minute, okay? This could be the reason the Packers said, you know, we're willing to go all in. You know, we we want them back. If this, indeed, deal has been on the table and Rodgers, let's say Rodgers turns it down. Says, hey, Devontae can't come back. I don't want this. I don't want that. I don't want to be rebuilding, blah, blah, blah. And remember, he wanted, he did not want to be a lame duck quarterback. So he wanted three or four years. If he wants to be $50 plus for four years, that's $200 million, right? If he wanted that, and let's say the Packers said okay. Let's just say for blanks and giggles they said okay. And yet Rodgers figures that would have forced him out. The Packers will have done everything publicly to keep Rodgers. And in the meantime, Rodgers is trying to force his way out. Or... Rodgers is forcing their hand by demanding so much that they just can't give it to him. They're just like, our hands are tied. We just cannot afford them. But yet we want him back at almost anything, at almost all costs. We just can't afford to do this. Then also, the Packers have done everything publicly to show good faith while Rodgers will then walk away or be traded away looking unbelievably selfish. They've done a lot of good things there in that realm. 877-867-1670. So the Packers have done everything and said everything correctly. But as Brian Gutekunst alluded to yesterday, he said Aaron Rodgers will be the first quote to fall, the first domino to fall. And then they'll make the decisions on the rest of the team. They can't go out and pay everybody with the intent. And, and this was a great analogy. You can't go out and buy a beautiful car and put these beautiful rims on it, have it all polished up, but not have an engine. It's a great looking car. But if you don't have an engine, you're not going anywhere. And that's kind of like what they would be doing if they paid Rodgers that kind of money. Rodgers and Devontae Adams that kind of money. FYI. Then the question is, and this one is from Joe, who says, uh, the sidebar to this is, will they hang on to Mason Crosby? If they cut Mason Crosby before June 1st, they save $2.5 million, unless there's a restructure there. I can't imagine them kicking the can down down the road for money with Mason Crosby, as much as I like Mason Crosby. I mean, at this point in time, you're trying to save anything everywhere. So I, it's a, it's a great question. And we all love Mason. Mason Crosby has been nothing but a terrific ambassador for the Green Bay Packers. He had a bad season this year, no doubt. Um, I think there was a lot of things that went into it, but ultimately it comes down to his percentages and his kicks missed. Um, so bad year overall, but I, like I said before, I, I don't think one that's all on Mason and two, um, you can't ask for a better guy who has been through so much, his wife's cancer, his sister-in-law dying, uh, the ambassador for many charities, uh, not only in green Bay, but all throughout the state of Wisconsin, you, you can't ask for a better guy. It, 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 it's one of those things like Rogers talks about when it's, you get good people that they have to say goodbye to because of money this would be aaron rod this would be the effect of aaron rodgers if rodgers takes the money then you the good people will go by the wayside and mason crosby would be one of them i mean granted it's easy to say because of the season that he's coming off of but mason crosby would be one of them um danny i am he wants to be the highest paid numerous people have now reported it that's what they're saying 50 million plus so it is what it is uh 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. if you want to hit us up please feel free to go ahead and do so go ahead and do so Uh, Let's see. Let's do this. Uh, Let's get back to it. Dan listening to us in Eau Claire. Dan, how are you doing today, man? What's up? Hey,
1: Bill. How are you? I'm good. Two two questions I'm just dying to ask, Aaron. Number one, like all the guys, you say it's not about the money. Kind of seems like it's all about the money all of a sudden, doesn't Aaron? You know, the other question I want to ask him is uh, the historical perspective, the 13.9%. And uh, no team has ever won a Super Bowl before. Are you aware of that, Aaron? And kind of, what are your thoughts around that? And what makes you think that you can change that curve?
0: Right. Yep. No, I I, I agree. Completely agree. I I, uh, I you know I don't think now. Maybe he's arrogant enough to think. Well, no big deal. I can I can do that. I can win a Super Bowl, making all that money. Right. Maybe he's that guy that says, I can go out and make that kind of money and still take a team to a Super Bowl. I mean, somebody has to break the record at some point, right? It it can happen. We'll see. Uh, Diana Rossini of ESPN saying today that Aaron Rodgers, uh, his camp, wants to make him the highest-paid player in the National Football League, uh, exceeding the Patrick Mahomes deal that made him $45 million a year. Uh, that was on GetUp earlier today. I had said that last night I got contacted that uh, it was right around $50 million a year is what they were considering uh, between the two parties, between the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers, Camp, and David Dunn. Uh, there are also now three teams that are prepared to offer significant rewards and trade opportunities for the Green Bay Packers, uh, the Broncos obviously being one of them. Um, so... Yeah, you know, I I still, I, and again, yesterday I thought to myself that maybe even more of a percentage, like eighty percent of me says Aaron Rodgers stays with the Green Bay Packers. I still think they work something out. I still do. But for that kind of money, I that that really that really is it. it you know, again. The guys that told me that, I don't, I don't doubt, but if that's the amount of money that they're looking for, I don't know how they work it out. You, you still, again, cause people are saying 50 million, it would, 50 million, I don't think would count against the cap. I would probably say 20, 25 million, 30 million maybe, but I don't think 25 million would, or 50 million would count against the cap. There's other ways that they can figure that money out. Um. David says he couldn't do it the last couple of years. What makes him think that he can do it next year? No way. Um, John says, yep, for that amount of money he wants out, or the pack want him out, whoever leaked that story. It wasn't for, for anybody from either side that, that brought it to my attention. Now, from what I understand, they brought it to somebody else's attention or somebody that is, works closely with, with uh, Aaron's camp, we'll say. But... And who's to say that the Packers aren't willing to figure it out and pay it? Let's be honest, right? Maybe they figure it out in some way, shape, or form, and they're able to work that out and and actually pay that. We'll see. But I just wonder what total amount is actually going to count against the cap and what the ability is to then turn around and make it viable to pick up other players and keep the team a good team. As Brian had said yesterday, You know, he was very quick. One of, first of all, to say that it was the team and the units rather than Aaron Rodgers and the offense that ended up failing. But he did go and talk about, um, that, uh, you know, he said counting on the cap to go up quite a bit over the next couple of years. They're not banking on it, but they are looking ahead and they do see some quote light at the end of the tunnel. There's no deadlines, good conversations. He said we're working together. Uh, but it's all about timing. Uh, the earlier, the better. But Aaron, he said, is aware of our timeline. So I, I believe him. I believe that Aaron Rodgers is going to make a decision. I believe Aaron wants to come back. I really do. I also believe that they didn't bring Tom Clements back to be the quarterback coach to, uh, to Jordan Love. I believe he had a hand in that. As, as uh, Brian Gudekinst alluded to yesterday, saying, quote, Aaron was a part of the conversation with Matt in regards to the hiring of Tom Clements. They're reluctant to use the franchise tag. It is a tool, but they would love to come to some ter- to, uh, some sort of long-term agreement. And he said, quote, we're going to field a competitive team regardless. Uh, but I think one of the most telling statements is when he said, normally we don't extend the cap like this. But blame it. he blamed the pandemic. He said, though, quote, we're at a point where we can compete for championships now. I just I just get the feeling that they're really going to do everything they can to bring Rogers back and, Get this deal done, and maybe they kick even more money down the road. So who knows? Uh, Mark says, I did hear that Mahomes is already re- reworking his contract. True, but what they're doing is, is they're not necessarily taking less money. What they're doing is they're converting salary into signing bonus or other bonuses. That's the way they do it. That's the way they kind of get around that. But, yeah, they're reworking that deal. No doubt. Eight seven seven eight six seven. 1670 hit us up. This portion of the program brought to you by our friend Paul Roberts and Robert Specialty Meats. Look, uh, if you're going to hunker down tonight, get down to Robert Specialty Meats in Waukesha and uh, go in and get yourself some big steaks, get some ribeyes, get some of those big steak-cut pork chops that you can grab or maybe an Al Capone roast, some sausages. He's even got sides down there. If you're looking for cheese spreads or different things out of the deli portion of his, his joint, whether it's the, but they got the BLT salad, all oh, that stuff's really good. The BLT uh, uh, macaroni salad. Oh, really, really good. Stop down and check it out. His barbecue sauces are awesome. Everything down there they carry pretty much out of the state of Wisconsin. So check out Paul Roberts and Robert e- Roberts Specialty Meats. Roberts Specialty Meats That's Roberts Specialty Meats Waukesha.com. And if you're doing anything this weekend, heading downtown, down to Milwaukee, maybe you're going to check out a game this weekend. Uh, Stop into Stennies. They run shuttles to all the games. You can go into the best sports, but kind of the cheers of Milwaukee. Get yourself a Bloody Mary early. Maybe some of that Bill Michaels garlic cheese bread late. The wings are fantastic, but that is our friends at Stenny's. Second in National down at Walker's Point. And uh, congratulate Ryan, by the way, because uh, his wife just had a baby. So give them the big thumbs up as well. Great stuff. Going to go ahead and take a quick break. More of the Bill Michaels Show coming up next. Welcome back. Bill Michael show, we continue on, and we are glad you're with us today on this uh, Blustery Day and it's Thursday, kind of creeping into the weekend. Uh, this uh, portion of the program brought to you by our friends Dan Della and the whole gang, staff, Emily and everybody over at the Social House, love that place. Might even stop in over this weekend, I don't know where I'm going to head. Got a breakfast on my name somewhere, I just don't know where yet, but uh, whether it's Social House or not, I'm still going to stop over and say hi, and they've got the, the new building, that they're the extension they're going to be opening up. Here shortly, and I can't wait for that. Between the garage doors that you can open and close, keep the place warm in the winter, and then open up those garage doors in the summer. It's going to be bigger. It's going to be better. It's going to be beautiful. Uh, great place right on Lisbon Road in Menominee Falls. And always, always great food. They're expanding the kitchen out. a uh, New chef over there. So doing a lot of great things. That is our friends at the Social House. H-A-U-S, Social House, over there on uh, Lisbon Road in Menominee Falls. Stop in and tell Dan and everybody. Uh, hello from the Bill Michael Show. And they got their golf league getting ready to uh, kind of get underway as soon as the weather breaks as well. Uh, the golf league, and they always do a lot of fun stuff. Soccer on Sundays. Soccer teams go in there. So good stuff over at uh, our friends at Social House. Um, John says the Niners have been turned over twice in the past decade with winning seasons and completely different teams. Um. Robin says Aaron makes a high demand that he knows will handcuff the Green Bay Packers. He said he doesn't want to be a part of a rebuild. His way of getting out and saving face—maybe he can say it wasn't on me. I—that's where you know Mike Clemens brought it up yesterday. It's kind of like the standoff. It's Rodgers talking about being the highest paid. Now Rodgers has never said that. That's what's going on behind the scenes in the works. But um, you know the Packers have said they wanted to pay him. Rodgers. Camp, I guess, has said that they wanted to be the highest paid uh, and make all the money. I don't know how you work all that out, $45, 50000000 a year, uh, because that's where things are at. Um, and then it's about legacy. It's about keeping good guys. It's about Devontae Adams. It's, it's. There's, there's so much to this. It's almost to the point, and, and I agree with some of the people that have used Roger's fatigue, those words. It is. You want to get it worked out. You want to get it done. Because at least then you know um, at least then you know what direction your team is going and I think for the fans that's the biggest for all the speculation and everything that we've talked about everything we've gone through um, it's it's the it's the wanting to know what direction your team is headed because if Rogers says no, I want out. Then we know you're on the the cusp of a rebuild. You know, you're blowing it up because you're not going to win with Jordan Love. Take the draft choices, take the picks you're going to get over the next couple of years and begin to rebuild and just try to find yourself the quarterback that's going to be the guy of the future, right? Um, But if Rodgers says, I'm coming back, then you know for the next three or four years, We're going to go through who to who to restructure, how far you're going to kick that money can down the road, Uh, and you start to look forward to, and you really hope that that cap goes up in two years, really uh, quite a bit, to at least get you back close to zero. You know, if you if you're ten million over, fifteen million over, that's one thing, but you don't want it to to stay stagnant and not rise as much as you had hoped, and all of a sudden you find yourself like the uh, you know the New Orleans Saints and (laughs) <laughs> the Saints are so buried. They're they're just you know they're they're it's like being mired in credit card debt, and you it's not where you're living month to month anymore. You're you're looking at it going, I'm going to have to pay for at least a year, maybe two, before I can even think about using that credit card again. You know that's kind of the credit card debt that the the New Orleans Saints are in when it came to anywhere from fifty five to seventy million dollars over the cap. They've shed some money, but. Uh, they're, they're still, they're buried, man. Buried big time when it comes to the cap. Um, Jeff says, what about the rest of the team? If I'm a player on that team and I want to win as well, seeing guys get cut because Rogers is making that much money. Don't you think resentment would begin to build? I don't know. I mean, if I'm a young guy and I'm starting to get paid and I'm getting my money and I know I'm under contract for a while, I'm, as long as I'm getting my money, I'm happy. And if it gives me a chance to win, I think ultimately all players play to win a championship. All players want to win a championship. So if they've got a legitimate shot at that, no, I don't. I don't think it hampers them too much. I don't. I don't. You know, only the only time it would is if you get cut because they can't afford you. You know, then it would piss you off. Uh, let's go to the phone call. Talk to uh, Mike listening to us in Sparta. Mike, how you doing today, man? What's going on?
1: Uh- Pretty good. Hey, I was wondering, um, wouldn't it be great next to every Rodgers, what they would have with Rodgers, come back and say, I'm coming back and I'm bringing Devontae with me.
0: It'd be great, yeah. Um, I'd, I'd love to see it now. It just depends on the amount. Look, it's not a matter of wanting them back. It's a matter of can you afford them and everybody else back. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. I'll drop off.
0: Okay. Talk to you soon. He drops off. I, that, that's obvious. Yes, you want him back. You'd love to hear him say, "Hey, we're we're bring, I, me and Devontae, We're a package deal. We're coming back." You'd love to hear Brian Gutekunst say, "Hey, we worked it out with Devonte. Aaron said he'll take less money and come back." I, I've said all along, and to to me, I, I, who who the hell knows? I mean, you and I are sitting here talking about millions of dollars is is if, you know, we would if we had the chance to make 2 million or 5 million, we'd be jumping at the chance and and throwing caution to the wind. I mean, I don't know, who's to say. You know that when you make 10, you wouldn't want 15. When you make 15, you wouldn't want 20. I I don't know. I I I don't know. But if you are looking at you know, um is is we had Aaron Nagler on the other day, and he said, "Well, let, let's say Aaron Rodgers wants to buy a team or wants to make large investments down the road or something. He's trying to garner as much money as he possibly can to set himself up in business the rest of his life. Okay, maybe that's maybe that's the plan. Maybe winning a championship isn't the most important thing to him right now. Okay, maybe maybe that's true. If a championship comes, then it just adds to the lore that it is Aaron Rodgers." Otherwise, he's got his ring. He's got four MVPs. You know, he's accomplished so much in his career. Maybe it's beyond his wildest dreams, and he just wants to get well over the $350 million earning mark and then walk away and say, you know, I've got $100 million plus that I can invest into something and buy a giant company or build some. I mean, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know what it is. I don't know. Who's to say that we wouldn't be the same? But has he earned it? Yeah. But legacy championships and money don't always go hand in hand. That's been the biggest argument the entire time. doesn't always work out. Uh, Tom says, uh, while, I, while I can't stand talking about the Aaron Rodgers saga anymore, please let me know that baseball is going to be back. Tom, uh, I can't say that either. Boy, there's just no good news for you today, Tom. Right now, Major League Baseball and the MLBPA—they've uh, discussed them, uh, you know, their issues for the three consecutive days. For the first time in a long time, yesterday was a long bargaining session that basically garnered nothing. Um, they've given themselves a self-imposed February 28th deadline, so four more days, and then they are going to talk about the possibility of, or, or the real, very real possibility of starting to push back the beginning of the season, probably losing anywhere from. Ten to fifteen games, which would put you right at about a hundred and fifty games on average. Um, so, I, no good news in baseball either. Boy, if, if that's what you're hoping for—is to hear something from Aaron Rodgers or get Major League Baseball to get, come to some tournament agreement—man, you're you're you might as well just stay in bed. <laughs> I hate to say it, but you might as well just stay in bed. There's not much there, man. Not much to grab onto. <laughs> Oh, I know that, uh, like uh, Adam McAlvey, Todd Rosiak, the guys that cover the uh, the Milwaukee Brewers, they're on site. They're down at uh, American Family Fields of Phoenix, but it's just the minor league guys. It's not the it's none of the major league guys are there. So there is baseball, there is at least something to look at. But yeah, there's <laughs> there's I feel bad for you, man. I, I do. I mean, I'm hoping they come to some sort of an agreement. I get the sense that they will agree to something in the next week or two. They may push back to the beginning of the season, but they're not going to go much further than that. They just can't. They, they. Uh, I, I just, I don't think they want to lose money, both the players and the owners. The owners specifically, after not having, after having the shortened season a couple of years ago because of COVID. No fans. Last year, they started off the season, no fans. And then finally kind of got the thing back on track. And this year, now, no spring training. This is make the third year in a row that spring training pretty much wiped out. Think about that, because two years ago, right after the Christian Yelich announced, hey, Christian's in camp. This is great. We just opened up camp. They make the announcement, long-term deal, bam, COVID the next day. Shut it all down. Last year, nothing. No spring training when it came to fans in the stands and guys and girls actually paying the bills. And this year, nothing. So, uh, owners who have bills to pay, those stadiums that were built specifically out in Arizona, those big monoliths that they they were building all over the place, and the re, you know the reconstruction, so to speak, or remodel, if you will, of American Family Fields of Phoenix, these bills are all sitting there. They got to be paid. So the owners know they need to make some money. They need to start, you know, getting guys back. But I think, you know, they're getting to the point where it's kind of like, you know, if this thing's going to drag on, let's try to put the blank back in the horse. Let's try to get some more than just what we're sitting here dickering about right now, where we're going to have these issues crop up again in another three, four, five, ten years, whatever it happens to be. Glad to have you back. The Bill Michaels Show. We continue on as we uh got about an hour and a half left in the program. Talking some baseball, and uh, we were talking about uh, spring training before, and uh, who was it, Dan? Dan said uh, they're going to be fine. They don't want player fatigue. 150 games is good. They don't want to be playing in spring training and burning out. The problem is, Dan, that uh, spring training has become a revenue generator for most owners. With those new stadiums, whether it's Camelback, Goodyear, Talking Stick, uh, that big new stadium that they built, that uh, big park that the Cubs built uh, down in Mesa, um, they, a lot of those stadiums, Surprise, Arizona, where the two teams, uh, I think it's the Rangers and Kansas City, um, where those two teams uh, practice and play. Those bills need to be paid to those cities that put in taxpayer dollars down there. And if they're not generating revenue, then they're not paying for them. So they've got to, the owners know they, they got to make money. They got to, so it's, it's not like the old days where if spring training didn't get done, eh, who cares? No big deal. Now it's actually, uh, it's actually a way to, uh, to make money for some of these teams because you can't get the bigger and better, so to speak, um, facilities if you're not making money down there in so many different places. So they uh they do value spring training. No, I mean just to get people ready. I mean that that's one thing, but um you know, to get players ready for the season, that's one thing. But you also want to make sure that you, you know, create that revenue. Sloan Park for the Cubs. Sloan Park, yes, you are correct. Thank you. Uh which is like almost a mini Wrigley the way they built it. Really cool, beautiful place but you are correct. 877 uh, 867 Let's go to Dave listening to us in Janesville. Dave, how you doing, man? What's going on?
2: Hey, great, Bill. Yes, I was just out in uh, Phoenix this last week and uh, went up to Old Town Scottsdale. We had a couple uh, cans of Milwaukee infused water at uh, the Rusty Spur, but also awesome. was uh, going up there to uh, get one of the spring training T-shirts, the ones that has all the uh, uh, teams where they're at in, out mm-hmm. in the valley. And uh, the place where I've gotten them in the past, I was asking about it, and they said they don't think they're going to get any, and they didn't have any in stock, but they said because of the lockdown, they didn't want to be stuck with them, you know, because all those right. shirts are dated with the 2022. So, yeah, it's a huge revenue producer for, you know, so many people. And Like you mentioned, this is the third year in a row that it's all screwed up. Well, right. two years ago, right when they put in the lockdown, that was only like, the 16th of March, and that normally would have been two more full weeks, big, big weeks, because that's when the main players are playing, and then last year was limited to little or no people coming, and then who knows what for this year. So it's a right. big hurt on the whole Valley and Florida, too.
0: No, I agree. You know, I completely agree. If you're at the Rusty Spur, you're right across the street from a company called onsia Sound Art. A buddy of mine owns that. So if you go back out there, stop in and ask for Steve. He's the guy that owns that out there, and they do some really cool stuff. So if you take any pictures out in the desert or any baseball pictures or whatever, they turn them into yeah. canvas prints. And in addition to that, then in the back of the canvas is a speaker. It's a Bluetooth speaker that's fantastic. You can hook to your phone, and actually, if you hang it on your wall, you can play music through it. It's pretty cool. Well, it does sound yeah so. yeah, so if you head back out there, there you go.
2: All right, I love it out there.
0: Yep, I right, do too. All right, buddy, talk to you soon. Yeah, there you go. It's just a, another example. that right They don't want to be stuck with these shirts. They don't want to be stuck with the, uh, the, the, the stuff that is spring training. So not producing it means you're not buying it, which means you're not going into these stores to get it because they don't want to be stuck with that inventory. Which means they're not making money off of that type of inventory because of spring training. There's a lot that goes along to, along with that. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Let's go back to the phone calls, talk to Bob listening to us in Eau Claire. Bob, how you doing today, man? What's going on?
3: Great, Bill, how are you?
0: Doing great, man. What are you thinking?
3: I'm thinking Aaron Rodgers had the last two years to take us to the Super Bowl and believe that we didn't go because of his play in both of those games. With that okay. said, take his trade bait, put him out there, and let's move on. Because I don't think by paying him $50 million a year is going to motivate him any more than what should have motivated him in the last two years.
0: Mm-hmm. I think any time you get to the postseason, your motivation is basically to win. Uh, you know, at, at that point in time, I don't even think I mean, unless, of course, you're getting paid per playoff victory for bonus money. But I don't right. think at that point in time, money is is the concern. I, I agree with you. I don't think any that's going to motivate him anymore.
3: And I'm not paying him fifty million dollars a year to win the North.
0: Correct, one hundred percent correct. Because the North is it. Uh, nobody cares anymore. All you want to do nope. is be able to get to a Super Bowl.
3: And and being honest with you, if you trade him out and take your draft picks and take the money and keep your defense that you have intact now, I'll take my chances with Jordan Love winning the North.
0: I don't know. Well, I, I... I don't think Jordan Love has that in but then again, I don't think the North is that strong, to be honest with you. Unless <laughs> court occurs, you know, it's, it's it's a matter. Well, ask yourself, is it a matter of Jordan Love is that good or the North is that weak? You know what I mean?
3: North is that weak.
0: Right. I, so I you honestly, still may end up in the postseason, but you're not going to necessarily win anything beyond that.
3: Well, we didn't win anything beyond that this year.
0: Right. No, I, that I completely agree with. It was a failure in many different areas, all the way down the stretch, no doubt. Good stuff, man. Appreciate it, Bob. You he drops off. You get on board. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. 867 877 Hit us up. Again, Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. The argument is, if you know you're not going to win a championship, why would you pay that much money? The question then becomes... If you think you that's gonna give you the best shot at winning a championship, would you pay that much money and again i'm I'm not saying fifty million dollars are gonna count against the cap I don't know how they're gonna i don't know how they're gonna figure that I don't know how they would how they would do that and I'd love to uh you know. Maybe there's a maybe there's a way to do it. I don't know to break down the cap, but um, it is what it is. Um, this one's from Lex, who said it's not a conversation. Goody can approach with Rogers; he has to come to the conclusion himself. I doubt uh, Bill Belichick or Bruce Arians told Brady to take less than he was worth to help the team. He probably just suggested it. Uh, Brady, I, I don't, I don't remember, I don't remember this, okay? So I have no point of reference other than we had a conversation, um, out at Super Bowl. It was a couple years ago. It was when we were in Miami. And we got into this discussion about payroll and such and how Brady said at one point he knew he needed additional players, and he took less to win. He wanted to continue to win. He wanted wanted rings, and and this was right after they had gone about a decade without winning a championship. And his contract was coming up, and he took less. Uh, he talked to Robert Kraft about taking less money because he knew they could get more players or some. I don't know if somebody could find that. Great if you find that great, let me know. But I, th- there was this, we were, we were at Super Bowl. I know that. And I believe it was in Miami a couple of years ago. and We got into this discussion. Now, I don't know if that was a report or if that was rumor or what that was. But again, Brady being a very smart, intelligent guy. Now, everybody wants to point to Giselle and say she makes $100 million a year, whatever it is she makes. And he's got that to fall back on. Okay, whatever. Uh, but as a quarterback, as a player, you know, what the value of having other players is. I mean, just all you got to do is look at Devondre Campbell and Rasul Douglas. Aaron Rodgers recognized Devondre Campbell and went, holy mackerel, where was this guy? And then it was the first time he was really allowed to play the way he wanted to play. And in Joe Barry's defense, he excelled and all, yada, yada, yada. The rest is history. I get all that. But it was, I think it was, I think Brady actually went to management coming up on his contract to say, Figure out a way it's not that he took a lot less it's just that they they structured it in a way where he was only making like nine million bucks or something like that some ridiculous some ridiculously low amount of money and yet he was able to they were able to spend more money on defense at the time and it turned around within a year and a half uh, or two I think they ended up winning another championship or two so anyway it, it is what it is but uh, I that's what I I, uh, that's what, that's what I believe was reported. I could be wrong. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. We're going to get back to the phone calls when we come back. Stay tuned. A lot more of the Bill Michaels show is still yet to come. Reminding you that our friends at Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Got a deal going on right now. And, uh, you only have a little bit of time to pick up on it because, uh, at the end of the month, it's going to go away. At least that's what they're telling us. So if you are uh, looking, and right now you're probably looking at outside going, eh, it's snowy, it's crap, ugh. Two years, 24 months, no interest. How about that? 24 months, no interest. Or $1,125 off a swinging or sliding patio door. Our friends at Pillow Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, they can come out, they can give you the free in-home consultation. And, and not many places are willing to drive to your house and sit down with you, go through everything for free uh but they are and if you're looking for windows doors whatever it happens to be they can show you the different lines they've got uh, the luxurious wood they've got vinyl they've got the impervia which is stronger than the fibrex material that's out there uh any line to fit your budget financing to fit your budget you can do different hardware they have different innovations too the roll screen which is awesome uh, you got the slider windows uh, which make it easy, and they get rid of the crank and everything on the hardware. Uh, there's just so many things that they do now that are uh, kind of really suit your lifestyle, and that's what it's all about. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, they're really good. They have limited uh, warranties on the windows. Uh, they've got 10 years uh, warranty on the installation. They guarantee so much because the windows are just that good, and they add value to your home. And they, invo- they add value to your your budget when it comes to just being economical. So think about it. Whether you're coming out of the uh, the depths of winter and wanting to keep the heat in, or summer's right around the corner and you want to keep the heat out, uh, Pellowin is indoors in Wisconsin, and they can beautify your home and, again, add value to your home. A lot of people start to sell their – think about selling their homes in the spring. And if you're going to add value to it, boy – you get it back um, if you decide to add windows and doors to your house because that money that you invest is, man, whew, good stuff, good stuff. Um, so get a hold of our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, 855-PELLA-WI, 855-PELLA, P-E-L-L-A, 855-PELLA-WI. Or all you got to do is uh, go to uh, the website, go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com, again, 855 pella WI or call them, uh, or uh, go to the website com. Let's get back to the phone calls. Talk to Tim listening to us in Sturgeon Bay. Tim, how you doing today, man? What's going on?
1: Really good. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. What you thinking?
1: Well, I'm thinking that um, all we needed to win the Super Bowl this year was our normal left tackle, left guard, uh, and Tanya. I think that would have made all the difference in the world, and it would have taken... We didn't lose that game by much, and they didn't win it by much, and all we needed was some of our Pro Bowl players to be able to dress and play. So very unfortunate. Uh, of course, we could have won if uh, Rodgers played a little better and if mm-hmm. the special teams played better, but it's it's not a disaster. We weren't a disaster. And I think that when you think of the people that we missed in that game or in the playoffs or for for the last half of the season, uh, I thought we played very well. But we still could have won the game. But had we had those players, I I don't think it would have been any contest.
0: I uh, appreciate the phone call. I would agree with you. Uh, I will say this, that had they even played well, in the area of offense, or special teams would have just been normal. They win the game. Either way, I understand what you're saying about the offensive line, but you did get guys back. The problem was what you had done all season long that was successful, you tinkered with when you got Billy Turner back. And out goes Josh Nyman, who had been your left tackle all season long, and that offensive line did not play well. Even Look, even if you had Tanya back, I don't think Tanya made that big of a difference not having him on the field because you hadn't played with him for a majority. What I think made the difference was the offensive line did not hold up. They tinkered with it. It wasn't familiar with one another. And because... San Francisco wasn't like running away with the game. There was no reason really to change things back up because you just figured at some point, you know, Rogers is going to make a play, you're going to get a score, you're going to win the game because your defense was playing that well. Who knew that your your special teams would be that bad? A blocked field goal, uh, a, a blocked punt for a touchdown. I mean, think of you, you gave up 13 points in special teams, and you lost the game, 13 to 10. You know, I mean, it wasn't like they were running all over you. Your defense played pretty well. But the rest of your, the other two-thirds of your team just didn't. So you can talk about having guys back woulda, coulda, shoulda. That's true. But I still think they had a Super Bowl team had they just gotten out of their own way. I I really, truly believe that. Had Rodgers not been under such pressure, he had... Roger. let's be honest, between you and me, did Rodgers look a little old? Ebo, in the cold, did Rodgers just look a little old in that game? Bill, he's been looking a little older uh, this
3: whole year, if you ask me. But it looks like that cold got to him a little bit. That that turtleneck war didn't protect
0: the heat enough. I I completely agree. Father time remains undefeated. Right. I think he looked a little old. He had a tremendous season. But in the elements, he didn't. He didn't look sharp, you know. It, it, I mean, I know that's what he wanted. He said, "Hey, let's get him back." our Two years ago, and they kept playing that same clip over and over and over again out in San Francisco. Hey, get him back at our place. Get him in front of fans. Get him in the cold and the snow. We this this is our game. It's uh, they played it over and over. They came in ready for it. Shanahan was a master. I mean, I think he did. He found the the, the creases to be able to get through via special teams and he got his guys amped up to say this is not cold we're not going to allow cold to beat us bill 50 million off of a plane
3: 50 million for rogers or 50 million to install a roof so it's not so much so cold for rogers Uh, right
0: yeah (laughs) that's the thing and i know people have talked about that i don't think there's a way to put a roof i mean there's a way for everything but i don't think there's a way specifically to put a roof on it and seal it to keep it heated like say U.S. Bank Stadium, I think if you put a roof over it, it would be something similar to what Hard Rock Stadium's got, where it's a roof, but it's a roof just to be a roof, or the roof over SoFi, where it's a roof just to be a roof, but it's it's open air underneath. I don't, I don't think there would be anything beyond that, uh, not that I would really want to see anything beyond that. But and I think at this point, you probably have to pretty much start over if you're going to think about putting a roof on Lambeau Field. Got another hour yet to go. Hang in there. Appreciate you listening to us. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Quick Trip. Don't forget, at Quick Trip, you can play the new Coca-Cola scratch game, and you could win a 2022 Chevy Tahoe. Not kidding. How about that? That's a, that's a car worth anywhere between sixty-five and 85000 bucks. Make it a combo. You could get yourself a take-home meal and a 20-ounce Coke or a Smart Water. Put it all together. You get even more chances to play. That's with your Quick Rewards app right now at Quick Trip. God, I love Quick Trip. Love that place. But you could win a 2022 Chevy Tahoe, but you can't do anything if you don't play. Stop in at Quick Trip for details. More of the Bill Michael Show, coming up next.